Welcome to Access Your Leadership, where we share inspiring career stories and talk about ways that you can level up your own leadership potential. I'm your host and coach, Hakeem Lokdar, and today's topic is believing. Considering the holiday season and all the Christmas movies we've been watching in our house, this felt not only relevant, but actually really important in the context of leading ourselves and others. As you may recall from past episodes, I have twin six-year-old boys, and this year there's been a lot of talk about Santa and what we believe in our home. Spoiler alert for any kids who might be listening in, there is most definitely a Santa. But the boys, being a bit older and more aware, have noticed in movies and have been hearing in school that some choose not to believe, which we of course respect, but I personally also think can be a bit sad. And I'm sure that there are already people listening who are starting to judge and form opinions about this perspective. They may argue it's important to be honest or grounded in reality or need to be realistic. But what does that really mean or look like? And how does that serve us in the end? I'm not here arguing that one way or the other is right. I'm just offering up one perspective, my perspective, and how I incorporate that into my own life. So in keeping with the Christmas Santa theme for a second, when I start thinking about what believing means to me and why I choose to meet the world from that place, I think back to the part in Santa Claus 1, the one with Tim Allen. I love that movie and the whole first part of the movie, they're talking about believing or not believing and Charlie, his son, believes. But his mom and very logical, rational psychologist stepdad, Neil, with the great sweaters, they stop believing and we're projecting that then onto Charlie. And Charlie's dad, Scott Calvin, or SC, claims he believes, but when later on he's actually faced with being Santa, he kind of can't believe it for himself. And once he's in the North Pole, Scott Calvin, or SC, tells Judy the Elf, who makes the most perfect hot cocoa, apparently, I see it, but I don't believe it. To which Judy replies, you're missing the point. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. So listen to that again. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. Now, besides being so concerned about why I know the Santa Claus movie so well, I told you we've been watching a lot of holiday movies at home. Can you see where believing is seeing shows up all throughout our lives and even throughout history? And obviously, religion is an obvious place, regardless of how religious you may or may not be. And there are many, many other examples of where believing is seeing shows up. For example, positive thinking and the law of attraction, um, the way the placebo effect works in medicine, psychosomatic illnesses, cognitive biases in decision-making, self-fulfilling prophecies in education, sports psychology and visualization, mindfulness and stress reduction, the placebo effect in business, social identity and perception, and even things like political beliefs and media interpretation. We all have those family members who have strong political beliefs and interpret the news or information one way or another based on that, right? So that is believing and seeing, believing that creates our seeing. So why might this be important to you as a leader of yourself, of your business, your team, your family? Because the mindset you maintain and what you choose to believe about yourself and your world will influence what you ultimately create and see. So my coach, I have a coach, John Patrick Morgan, talks a lot about the power of having before you actually have it. And we can think about that as believing it before you can actually see it and not needing to see it in order to believe it. So he also shares the principle called the Matthew effect, named so after a biblical verse 
that reads, For whosoever hath, to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. But whosoever hath not, from him shall be taken away, even that he hath. In simpler terms, to those who have, more will be given, and they will have abundance. To those who have not, all will be taken away. I mean, that's pretty heavy. But if you think about it, and the way the wealth is distributed in the world, and the exponential success created by already very successful wealthy people, the point could be argued, right? But my point for sharing this is that if those who have get more, does having actually mean that you have to have it physically in your hand to claim it's been had? Or is believing that you have it enough to see it, or in this case, have it? Which is true. And this is where self-fulfilling prophecies are talked about, but so often in a negative context. You hear someone say, I don't think I'll ever do well on a test. And then boom, guess what? They don't do well. You say, uh, I didn't do well in that interview and I don't think I'll get the job. And then you don't. Or I'm not good at handling conflict or having difficult conversations. And then surprise, surprise, you don't do well in those situations. But what if you chose to look at those situations from a believing is seeing perspective? What if you chose to look at yourself as a leader and believe that you are a strong communicator, a strong presenter, an inspiring and influential speaker? And then with enough belief, I guarantee you would start seeing it. And I bet others would start seeing it and experiencing it too and sharing it with you, which then just reinforces what it is that you believe. So it all starts with this believing, right? This belief in oneself. And this has come up as a common theme throughout a number of the episodes that I've done with other guests, this belief in oneself. And I have a lot of guests who have come to the U.S. or have had to learn English as a second language and acclimate themselves to challenging and new situations and just have this belief that they could do it. And that belief was often enough. So while this might seem simple enough, just believe and then you see it, it's a little bit more involved than just an A-B process. My coach talks about this, B have do, or maybe it's do, B have do. But as I was thinking about it, I see it more as a have, be, do, have. And I'll explain. Thinking about the Matthew effect and the Santa Claus movie line of believing is seeing, then believing we have something right? And then the context of leadership, that could be a leadership skill. We could have a leadership skill. We could have the capacity to be good speakers or um, good problem solvers, right? So if we believe we have that skill, then we start seeing ourselves as having it. And then in essence, we have it, but something has to happen in between. And it has to happen in between believe that we have it and actually having it. And I think What's in between believing that we have it and actually having it is being and doing. So once we believe in our heads and in our hearts that we have something, then we need to focus on who we would need to be to actually create that as a reality, to actually have that. And once we're being that, we can start naturally doing things. Now is the doing. We can naturally start doing things and taking steps in our days, in our lives, in our approach to leadership that reinforces our belief of having and has us then 
actually having that as a skill, as a talent, as a capacity to do something, whatever that having is. The idea is that there's no value to us going around constantly focusing on what we are not or what we don't have. And this is a little bit of the value of the Clifton or I think it's now Gallup strengths coaching approach. Instead, what if we chose to focus on what we are and to take it a step further, what we believe we are or what we can be in such a way that ultimately makes it true? Talk about a growth mindset, right? This is the ultimate growth mindset. Taking the believing is seeing idea and turning that inward in service of creating ourselves as the kind of leaders we want to be. Believing first that we are this version of a leader that we want to be, and then starting to see the ways in which that becomes true. So as you think about what you believe or don't believe this holiday season, what are you choosing to believe or not believe about yourself as a leader? How is that impacting your journey, your development, your view of yourself and the world? Perhaps see the power of believing, the power of having before you have, and see what giving some energy to that provides for you in the year ahead. Wishing you all a very happy and healthy holiday season. And as always, I'd love to hear from you about the episode. What came up for you as you think about leveling up your own leadership game? Please, if you enjoyed the episode, I encourage you to like and subscribe. And if you want to connect with me, you can find me on LinkedIn at Hakeem A. Lockdar or LockdarCoaching.com. Thanks for tuning in. Keep being great, and we'll see you next time.